But it, oh, it had Can't Stop the Feeling, which I think was a few years later that Justin Timberlake said, Can't stop the, I can't stop the, I can't stop the feeling. <laughs> dude, we're old, dude. Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Thread Lads Podcast, and I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. With me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing? Doing well. <laughs> that's, that's good to hear. Um, glad you're doing well during these times, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or on Google Play. Also, make sure you hit us up on the social medias. You know, we're always on there, at ThreadLads on Instagram, at ThreadLadsThread on Twitter. And if you have anything you want to say to us, any lines you want to drop, any suggestions, comments, concerns, please email us, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. So, another week, another day. I, don't, I have no idea how long we've been quarantined. Um, everything's running together. It's been like uh, over a month, I know. Yeah, we're in month <laughs> two for sure. Yeah, how are you doing down in Georgia, Kevin? Uh, you know, hanging in there, I guess. Not, yeah, not doing too much. Best that you can do. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm looking at Kevin because we've got a video call also going with the recording, and Kevin gave himself a haircut since the last time we talked. It's very jarring. I don't think I like it. Oh. It's not like it's a bad haircut, but he's, he's, he, I just haven't seen him with short hair and now he's got this mustache. So he looks like, you've seen me with looks, some short hair. He looks, huh? You've seen me with short hair. I had short yeah, hair. It's been a long time. Oh yeah. It's, it's been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. It's been yeah a while since you've had the hair this short yeah. and it's just, I took it down. I took it down. I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. I like it personally. Not with the mustache, not with the mustache yeah. that you have. Because you got this girthy mustache and then the short hair, and you look like you just came from uh, came out of the the sticks of North Georgia to which you want to move. That that I agree with. I do. I definitely need to ditch the mustache because I look definitely like a white nationalist. <laughs> but um, I do like and my short hair. It's not a bad job for cutting your own hair. I mean, everything looks in order. You come across fine on a Zoom call, which is all your interacting with other people now with anyway yeah so, my hair was just too fun. long and unruly i had to I had to but, yeah. well I, I i keep my sides at a one anyway like when i have long hair i just have the like long on top usually right, right. so i took that down i didn't take my top down to a one but uh no. well, but the the mustache with the short hair is, is, it's aggressive. Uh, it's aggressive. It's not flattering. Well, like it could be flattering to certain people, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> really. Um, uh, but but I was gonna say you could have just waited out another week and you'd be able to go to a barber in Georgia because aren't they opening everything up like this weekend? Isn't like hairdressers, bowling alleys? I saw different places all reopening this weekend. But from what I understand. They're gonna well one, I'm definitely not gonna be doing I'm I'm staying as is for the next few weeks. It's probably a smart call. But um from what I understand, 
there's restrictions on who can go to the hair salons and things like you have to be like in the military or like Uh, you have to be an essential worker of some sort like yeah your job is to say that i think you have to get like signed off permission i don't know who's gonna be enforcing that type of stuff but but like, yeah, yeah. Who's enforcing the guy going to his like corner bar barber? Dude, they, they can't even <laughs> enforce people being out in public or whatever. They're not enforcing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Georgia is opening up. I am uh, not going to be opening up with Georgia. But yeah, like gyms and stuff are opening up. Trump just actually said yeah, earlier that he thought it was a bad idea. Yeah, and you know, opening up gyms to me seems like the worst idea you could do. That seems like the perfect spot. Everybody's sweating and touching all of this different equipment. Like that's the last place I'm going. Which reminds me, actually, that I have a gym membership that I don't think I think they're still charging me. Did you pause that? Like a week and a half or a month and a half. Yeah, you should have paused that, dude. Um, my grandma yeah, paused her. I kind of actually forgot about it because I think um, right when this thing kicked off is when my last month renewed or something. And oh, I got gotcha. you. I, I just totally forgot that I had a subscription to a gym. You were doing good too. You were always in that gym. Yeah, I was setting it up. I was ready to get back in shape. Well, like one of the main thing reasons I wanted to get back in shape is my girlfriend's brother was supposed to be getting married. Um, that for the first weekend in May, which is obviously not happening anymore. Yeah. And, but earlier in the year, I was like, oh, I got to get in shape for this. I got to, you know, make sure I look good around all this, this different family that I don't know and blah, blah, blah. But that went out the door. We'll Gym- see when that happens. Or not Jim. Uh, weddings are great, like goal setters to like get back in shape or, Definitely. you know what I mean? Like. I feel like it, yeah, it's better if it is your wedding. I feel like oh well, yeah, there. But I mean, it's still like a yeah, a ton of people I'd never met, a ton of people that I'm making a first impression on, and I'm like, I need to look look put together. I definitely find thing. myself working out because yeah, because it's like you already know you're gonna be dressed up and looking good. So like, I find myself working out a lot more like before a wedding than other times, just because you want to like yeah. want to look sharp in your. Yeah, yeah. You posted a photo of you the other day, and you only had a tank top on. Looked like you still are working out. Oh yeah, I'm lifting hard. <laughs> oh really? Well, I've got, I've, I'm in, as Aaron Rodgers would call it, an ivory tower. So I really shouldn't be complaining about any type of quarantine situation. I'm very lucky in my quarantine situation, where I have like a full gym here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty solid. I did hurt uh, my I, back I, the other day, so that's putting a pause on things. That's not good. I've been working out with uh, jump rope, running stairs, and I've got elastic bands that I've been doing, um, uh, like resistance training stuff with. I'm all in on the jump rope. I, I, I'm like that. If there's one thing I take away from quarantine, is the jump rope because it's fun for me. I don't know why. You know how you find some exercises sometimes that are just, you just kind of like click with or whatever that you like enjoy doing. Yeah, jump yeah. rope is definitely one of those things, and you don't need too much space, you know. I'm having fun with no, it. No, I've been able to do it pretty well. I like the jump rope. It's a pretty nice full body workout. You get cardio. You're yeah. getting your legs moving. It's 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 a nice. Your your arms are constantly moving, so it's good. It gets your heart that. rate up too, because I can see it. You know, my Apple Watch, and it really oh, gets yeah. up high. Plus, I feel yeah, like you feel like Rocky too. So. Yeah, you're you're moving your whole body. I actually feel like a clubber. Clubber Lang, Lang. yeah. Actually, because I'm working out in 
like basically behind my house, which is like an alley-ish type space oh, yeah. and everything. So I don't know if you remember Rocky Three, but Clubber Lang's training area was it was like he was basically in some sort of dungeon. He was like eating glass. Well, he wasn't actually eating glass, but like the whole the whole vibe was a little bit more uh, what I what I'm dealing with currently. You definitely got me on the Rocky Three is the best Rocky kick last summer when all the Rockies were on Netflix, which they're not. Like I, I so wish they were right now. They took them. This is why I've been purchasing movies. This is a whole other topic. I won't get into. But like, this is why I've been purchase, purchasing movies recently because I'm tired of stuff going on and off. And it seems like it happens way more now. Like I feel like it used to just be stuff was like on the streaming services. Now it's like, where is uh, it? Or like, which yeah, one is it on? figure out what streaming service is doing what now luckily i have fucking subscription to too many streaming services so that's a burden too though sometimes you gotta like search through all of them you know but like that is true the tv app though the app that like tv app on your on your if you have an iphone it will like tell you it's like if you search for it there it'll tell you what except netflix it won't tell you from netflix but but it's annoying anyway rocky three uh, I agree, though. Last summer when I was binging all the Rockies over and over again, I really uh, did come to, I think, like Rocky Three better than... No, it, it's Rocky the better overall story. I, I kind of root for Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang is, like, one of my favorite Rocky villains. Like, just the shit that he says. Um, <laughs> it's just great. It's hilarious. You can't, really, you can't really beat a lot of it. No, I, I love that. I, I might actually dip into um, some Rockies now that we're on quarantine. I haven't watched any of the Rockies in a while. And I was actually thinking about getting back into the Star Wars, too. Oh, just you like should. Star Wars, because I've got Disney Plus. They're all on there. And I was just uh, watching Lego Wars or Lego Master on Fox. Oh, I've been watching. Did you like out. it? Yeah, yeah. I did like it a lot. It's it's uh, The season finale happened already. So it's a great little binge that you can do. But some of the stuff that they're making is out of control. But one of the last competitions was all Star Wars Lego. And they had to basically recreate one of the scenes. Like they each picked a scene from a different movie and had to recreate it out of Legos and stuff. And it was really dope and got me wanting to get back into Star Wars a little bit. I haven't watched any of those in a while either. You should watch Star Wars Clone Wars, the animated. It's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's actually on its final season as well i believe it's yeah, all on finished it's just finished i need to take more advantage of my disney plus i've been watching a lot of that on this quarantine i started watching that one when i had the flu back in like november or december or whatever and it's great it's uh, good nice no um yeah, yeah no, i haven't disney plus in a while i gotta get back to that i've been rewatching scrubs because donald Faison and zach braff put out the Scrubs rewatch podcast. I've been like rewatching Scrubs and their podcast is really good too. Scrubs is one of those shows that I used to like and watch all the time when I was younger. And then I've tried to go back and maybe it's cause I'm starting at the very beginning and there's things that like just plot that needs to develop and character development that needs to happen. But I haven't been able to get back into Scrubs. Oh, I love been- Yeah. Scrubs was like my all time favorite TV show. So it, I, I usually do a rewatch once a year. The thing is now that right now it's on Hulu, another thing where it used to be on Netflix and now it's on Hulu and I have the Hulu subscription with the ads and I hate having to watch ads through it. Oh yeah. No, that I, well, 
I kind of don't mind the Hulu ads anymore. It used to bother me a lot. They've gotten better because they don't play the same ad 900 times anymore. Not all the time, no. But something actually, though, <laughs> this is totally not what I thought I was going to be talking about, but it's something that's kind of been just not sitting with me right during all of this COVID quarantine situation is all of the different companies' ads that are playing off of the sentimental kind of kick of the quarantine. Like, it starts off like, now we know that things aren't how they used to be and we're all inside for a while, but blah, 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 yeah. buy ourselves. And I'm just like, I, I, I just doesn't sit well for me. And they're just using Facebook clips of, you know, uh, medical workers, yeah. uh, somebody like touching their hand to a window to somebody they can't physically be in touch with or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that you're trying to sell me a car. All of that, that's right? that's really funny you say that because right before I ate dinner tonight, I saw one of those ads. My grandparents had the TV on and they played one of those ads and it was a, it was a Honda commercial. And that like is weird that you just mentioned because that was like the first one I noticed, I guess. And it's it was kind of obnoxious, like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, we're here for you to buy a car. I know they still. I guess there needs to be ads because there's TV, and obviously these companies are going to adapt with whatever is going on. They can't just have, hey, it's springtime. You want to go party with our new rap four or like something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I get that part. It, it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't vibe well with me. Yeah, me either. Just keep playing the old commercials yeah. and let me pretend like nothing's going on outside. <laughs> I have something I've been doing since the start of the vid one nine is that I've been saving all my emails. I made a new folder in my email and I've been saving like the, like all the emails that come through that are like during this time of Christ, whatever. And it's like increased significantly. And they're all just like, it started out with like the letters to like, to the, to the customers of like what they're doing and now now they've kind of and it was like serious you know had like a serious tone to it because it was all just starting and now yeah. they've devolved into the kind of like weird stuff where it's like you know while you're in quarantine 40 percent off you know all clothes that whatever and it's just like right, it's, right. it's just so strange but i'm i'm excited to look at that like in five or ten years maybe if i do probably. yeah it, it is kind of strange i was looking at a different cast iron where <laughs> like just different cast iron stuff from that company lodge that makes a lot of different cast iron oh. type things and they're, they're like we're doing all free shipping during quarantine blah 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 and stuff like that so i mean i guess there's still a way to take advantage of like capitalism that's going on here yeah um it's weird times for sure <laughs> just slightly about to open it back up who knows what that's going to lead to uh, we've also been having some trouble here in maryland 
uh, during the coronavirus. So much so that the police have had to go out and really warn people to not go out and get their mail from their mailbox without pants on. Apparently that's been a problem that's happened in Maryland. So much so the fact that, yeah, the police have had to go and make an official statement saying people need to wear pants <laughs> to go to to the uh, to the mailbox. And I don't even understand that. Why people go into the mailbox without pants on just during quarantine? Like, you would never do that anyway. Also, it hasn't even been that particularly warm here. So, I was going to say, what's the weather been like in Maryland? No. I mean, today, it was, it, it was, like, 50, it was like 53 degrees. And oh, that's chilly. It's been shitty weather. It's been fairly cold. It's been a cold spring here. A lot of rain. A lot of cloudiness. It hasn't even been great. I don't know who these people were. Have you guys had any issues like that down in Georgia? Not that I'm aware of. The weather has been nice. I would definitely, I would get, let's see, I, I'm torn on this because I feel like it's quarantine and you should be allowed to go get your mail without your pants on. But I don't see why that would be the case. I, mean, like, I wouldn't you, do you're it. You're in quarantine. You, why wouldn't you be able to do it all other times of the year? But like I feel like in old shows, like they used to have like the dad going to get the paper like in his like robe and and boxers and slippers. Yeah, like I wear boxer briefs, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out there in my boxer briefs. However, I you wouldn't go out even if you it was like forty years ago uh, or fifty years ago or whatever. I I still don't see you as the type that just gonna be wandering out. With your your floppage hanging out and all sorts nah, of yeah. things going on, um, I'm a big sweatpants person. Like I wear, I like to wear sweatpants when I'm lounging. When I'm in the house, I'm always wearing sweatpants. I've pretty much been cycling between like three pairs of sweatpants this entire quarantine. Me too. Me too. The only thing I've worn, even when I go to the store, I'm still in sweatpants. That yep. much I I have adapted. Um, but the the underwear thing seems a little. Seems a little unnecessary. But that's the thing. Is it box? Boxers seem acceptable to me for some reason. Like if you're in the robe and slippers, if you're in like the classic dad outfit, I feel like it's it should be acceptable. I don't want to see a lot of dads looking like that, man. A lot of people don't look great, and just just <laughs> and I don't need to see that shit. Uh, if I'm just like you know coming down the street to go back to my home. I don't need to see people some jank ass fucking hole in the box or dude who hasn't been able to like work out or even like i just don't i don't i don't need that in my hairy life. i picture that person as hairy because it's always the person who's outside like that it's always hairy <laughs> it's all he's always a hairy person just like the dads that we're talking about like in the slippers and robes going out to get them out they're always hairy it's always hairy. Look. it's never like a really you know well-kempt Put together a person doing that type of shit that's true it's not the per- yeah it's not the person you want it's is not, it not the, it's not the personal trainer on the block that's <laughs> yeah i i don't think i've ever like i don't i don't see people getting the mail i guess i mean i definitely don't being where i live i would expect you to see it more i guess in your neighborhood although when i was like at my parents house like i never saw anybody getting the mail right although i get i mean if you're getting the mail I, to me that I can, I can assume that it's like afternoon, and you probably should have pants on. You're not going to be in that morning also paper grabbing, cool. paper yeah. grabbing situation. So the, maybe the, just, the mail isn't there at like seven in the morning when you just wake up and you like roll out <laughs> the mail. Now the mail doesn't come to like at least noon. 
Yeah. <laughs> like well into the afternoon, which if you're just going out with no pants on. It's, yeah, you should have pants on at that like, hour. Actually. And it's like nobody's asking you to put on, you know, fucking slacks with pleats or anything. Sweatpants. Even throw on some sweats. Pants, anything. Whatever. Yeah, seriously. Oh, that's true. People probably have their kids out at that time. And then there's this dude just walking out with no pants on getting his mail. That is yeah. kind of sketchy. So, um, like you're 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 basically quarantined with your your grandparents. I'm quarantined with my roommates right now, and you know, and I and obviously the, there's people all over the country that are quarantined with all sorts of different people and in situations that they might not find ideal. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of interesting relationship strains and uh, roommate issues that are happening during this quarantine but it could all be worse um there was a man in california brent underwood who was a 32 year old uh marketer who basically he purchased a ghost town in california right uh, before yes. the quarantine happened and that and then decided to quarantine himself at the ghost town because there was nobody there turns out wasn't a great great decision there's no running water there apparently which is already stupid but then he's trapped by a snowstorm also this whole ghost town might be haunted it might be a haunted ghost town so there's no running yeah. water there's a snowstorm that's kind of trapped him and forced him into place and it's haunted then there's ghosts and spirits and unsavory spiritual uh, uh demons if you will uh floating around I can't imagine a worse quarantine situation than that. Five inches of snow it got. I didn't even realize it snowed that much there, but I also don't know where that is. So I don't know where in California he is. There's definitely places that get a lot of snow. So my, I, I'm especially like sensitive to this because I'm already kind of like nervous living in this house because my grandparents' house is haunted as shit since like oh. while I'm here. Is it? Haunted? I've had some. Yeah, we've had uh, some. I I've had one encounter in which I think it was ghost related. Wait, wait. What do you mean you've had one encounter with a ghost? So like, it's kind it's kind of a long story. Moved. Wait, what do you mean? What 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 happened? I need to hear. You need to tell this story now. So I had. I've been slowly fixing up the internet situation here and replacing equipment in the room down in the basement where all of like the like the internet router and modem is and there's some outdated equipments so I've been slowly I had been slowly replacing it with newer updated stuff and um uh the one day I had ordered something on Amazon it was an ethernet cable and I had one it wasn't long enough it was short so I had to kind of like dang, like uh, not dangle, but it was like very tightly, like hung over the edge because it wasn't long enough to reach from the two points that needed to be connected. Right. So I was taking a shower one day, and I got out, and because my room's right across from this section, uh-huh. and and uh, I hear this loud, just like it sounded exactly like plastic smacking on the ground. So I darted into the room because it sounded exactly like what I had rigged up had snapped and fallen on the ground. And it's maybe like eight eight feet up in the air from where it was. So right. I was worried because that would have meant the whole the internet was out in the whole house. And I ran into that room and just nothing. Nothing had happened. So I had texted my cousin 
because uh, we've I've had several cousins now that have kind of lived with my grandparents um, while they're getting set up and established, and we've I've heard stories of you know loud bangs and this and that, but as yeah, I started get where you've heard stories from them from my cousins, yeah, and as I've started going deeper into it we're hearing more and more things and apparently we're hearing similar type things. And my one cousin saw the ghost in his room when he was what? here. When? How, how long ago? How old was he with this? So, I've had a couple cousins that have lived through here. This was my one cousin. He only lived here for a few months. He woke up in the middle of the night and saw the ghost sitting in the chair in the corner of his room. Are you serious? Yeah, and so he was like completely freaked out, moved, and then my other cousin lived in the same room that I'm staying in right now while I'm with my grandparents, and he used to hear these noises too, just all the times, like loud bangs, like crashing sounds, and you'd like go run over, and there's just nothing there, and just like that strange unsettling feeling of looking over and feeling like someone's walking across, and the theory was that when I te- my cousin text, I was telling the weird thing was, is I didn't know all this. I had texted my cousin. Uh, I know I keep saying cousins. I don't want to like give their names out, but my one cousin who also stays here with me now, uh, not now he's in the national guard, but he was telling me I should text our other cousin because he said that he used to hear sounds like that too. And I, I didn't know all this and hearing them tell me their stuff gave me the chills because we've heard similar experiencing but it's just like like sounds that everyone's like oh it's the house settling it's like it's not the house settling like it's and then weird stuff like my backpacks falling over at night i don't even like to talk about it too much because it's like opening up port like gateways and stuff portals <laughs> but um I don't my, know if that's how it works, but... my one cousin's theory is that this is what he told me when he texted me this it gave me chills and i wish i never heard it but this house is big enough to where and like there's attics and stuff to where you could have someone living here and not even know it like it's one of those and some of the rooms have like those like crawl space things where you could just be back there um this house i'm staying in right now when we were uh freshmen in college so but like 10 no like i don't know how many years ago 10 years ago or Um, nine nine years ago uh 12 okay god we're old as shit anyway this house burned down it burned down to the ground and (laughs) my cousin's theory is that that the person living in the house burned to death when the house burned down and now when they rebuilt it he's haunting the shit out of it oh shit now i'm all freaked (laughs) out dude (laughs) i that this sounds like a movie um it could be like you don't you don't think it just could be, you know, animals like a raccoon in the crawl space or something like that. No, that like so you've you have yeah your book bag being knocked over. Is there other things I'm assuming in the house that are doing that? The I hear like a metal sound coming from like what, so the first sounds I was hearing when I was here I, I when I first moved in here now two months ago about I would wake up in the middle of the night every single night and I just thought it was. How about to go? I would wake up in the middle of the night. Not about Kevin. This is it's good to talk about these things. I would have. uh, I would wake up in the middle of the night, like every night, and I just assumed it was because I'm in a new place. You know, not really a new place, but I whenever I'd come visit my grandparents, I only stayed here for like 
few days or a week maybe at a time. And so I thought it was like adjusting. And then a couple weeks into it, I started, I, I had like nightmares. I was having a lot of nightmares and like really weird. And I don't normally like remember my dreams too much, but uh-huh. like I woke up screaming one night oh because God. this dream I was having was I was working out in, in like a gym, you know, how like you feel familiar in a dream, but it, well, yeah, you can't think on it. Yeah. And in the dream, my grandfather walked into the room and I didn't think anything of it because I just saw him like in the mirror and I, he was walking next to me. And when I looked over at him, it was like in a horror movie where like it looked like his body, but his face was all like scrambled and messed up. And I was like, you're not my grandpa. You're not. My... And I woke up screaming. You're not my grandpa. And like, so just like weird stuff like this <laughs> has been happening since like we moved in. My grandparents think we're nuts obviously oh but like goodness. it seems to be low like this is a running thread with all now have all the cousins that have lived there that you, you know are also like backing up this story were they staying in the same room as you no the my cousin who saw the ghost was on the top floor and i'm in the in the basement but what we did notice is my one cousin has not had any experiences but that's because Everyone who's had it, it's on like one side of the house. So like out the our room with the ghost, he's oh. like above me, but like, you know, at the top floor. Right. On the bottom. So it's just like very very that's weird. That's very interesting. And the I crashing mean- thing really got me though, because it literally sounded like that piece that I had. I had a little network switch for anyone I ever saw. It's just like a little couple inch piece of plastic and you plug, it just has a bunch of spots where you can plug ethernet cables in. It's just like an extender so you can plug multiple ones in. And the way I had it set up, but it was dangling over the edge of this, of this apparatus where it was staying, but it was only until I could order a new piece. And it, I ran into that room because it sounded like it fell on the floor. Like it sounded exactly like plastic falling on the floor. And when I ran in there, not only was it perfectly in its like same spot, yeah. nothing had fallen. Like nothing had was out of place. <laughs> that you know. Wow. That's unsettling. I would also, I mean, I, I, I'm not one of those people that really believe in ghosts. Uh, yeah. I've never personally experienced anything like, what you or your cousins have experienced, so I can't attest to that. That's uh, pretty. That's pretty creepy. And I my, mean, one co- my cousin who yeah. saw the ghost. Yeah, I didn't hear the, his story from him, but apparently it was like a a, a nice ghost. Like <laughs> a he, nice ghost who's tortured because he burned down in that house. Did you? Well, he you was living like, illegally if he was here. Uh, what? Well, well, like, was it your parents? How, like it was your grandparents' house at the time that it burned down. It wasn't like no, it was their house. I was yeah. living here before it burned down. Then they moved into the new house. No, when my grandfather retired, they they moved into this this house when it, when it was new at the time. It was like fifteen years ago now, and they were actually having a party for like it was like a housewarming party, and they went to like go turn on the uh, fireplace or whatever, yeah. and it was like a four alarm fire because like the whole house it, they, it was a the house was built incorrectly or whatever oh shit so when they did that like the whole house just lit up in flames jeez and like yeah there was like a hundred people here for a party apparently or something well and, that's crazy that definitely sounds 
<laughs> and the person who was living in the crawl space was yeah. unable to get out of that giant giant it's apartment. just it's just it's a creepy feeling and uh yeah. i try not to think about it too much yeah i can see you already looking around and uneasy and i didn't mean for this to happen i had no idea when i brought up that this story that any of this was going on in this house well, i'll have you to try to see if i can get my one cousin on to see if he'll talk about the ghost a hundred percent you need to do that and we need to have a further discussion because there's not much else going on yeah there's really not you know i'm thinking uh, yeah i don't know who knows <laughs> to go appreciate the earth when we're all locked in our houses guess what the theme i guess there's a theme to every um earth day every year guess what this year's earth day theme is rocks <laughs> no it's a uh, climate action oh hey I I'm, feel like, like I'm like isn't this kind of the whole isn't that just what Earth Day is? Isn't Earth Day supposed to be, you know, just being aware of the beauty of the Earth and Mother Nature and all that stuff and appreciating it along with, like, the climate change stuff? I feel like this, I feel like that's, like, a very uncreative theme for Earth Day this year. I don't know. That's just me. I feel like we're finally doing Earth Day up, though. I think, aren't, like, carbon emissions down and things like that? Cause of- yeah, it's actually... Yeah, carbon emissions are down everywhere. There's no more smog in Los Angeles. The earth, the air quality in all these big cities has improved. Water has improved in all these places. Like this quarantine has done a great benefit to the earth as far as like just just nature and everything goes, which is kind of funny because we're all we're all locked in our houses and the earth is able to get back at it it's including the animals haven't you seen all these clips of like animals and places that they didn't used to be and they're like all like wandering out around and stuff again yeah i saw the sheep at the mcdonald's <laughs> i didn't see the sheep at mcdonald's uh, I was the sheep at mcdonald's i guess they're just wandering around or whatever but there's a bunch yeah. of sheep outside of a mcdonald's yeah i've just i've seen like a bunch of clips of you know a bunch of deer roaming around like just all sorts of animals roaming around and these less trafficked areas because humans aren't around they're taking back over which i guess is, is a good thing in some ways um in other ways it's very much not a good thing i don't know if you've read anything about the like current rat situation that's going on especially in like bigger cities like new york uh, even here in baltimore where heard about it yeah like i there was this one guy and i don't remember what his name is apparently this guy like studies rats in cities basically let's let's preface this by saying that uh justin and i both lived or justin still we lived in baltimore the rats there are no joke. I used to take really? pictures of the rats. They would scare my dogs. 
Yeah, no, they like our whole alley is basically there's like a couple of stray cats that I'm pretty sure like they're they're second tier to the rats out there. Oh like yeah. The, the rats, rats are there. yeah. There's so many of them and stuff like that. But apparently huge. um like apparently these rats have started to form these gang like territory type things and are kind of because there's there's a scarcity for food so now they're kind of like eating their own young and there's these gangs basically fighting for these different positions for food armies dude armies armies, basically because a lot of these rats they would like just live off of trash from a lot of different restaurants and garbage and stuff that's just not happening so the food is scarce and this could have been you know generations of rats that are living off of the trash from like a restaurant or something like that that just went away so now they're becoming really aggressive they're fighting for food for food now and homeless people i know in new york city have said that the rats are being like really aggressive yeah they're getting bold now yeah they're getting real bold and stuff which that like all the positives happening with nature right now that is definitely not a positive one but i i feel like that could really be a, a, a big issue uh, going forward. And I was kind of thinking about this when I was just like looking at the rats in my my alley when I was sitting on my back deck and they're all scurrying along and stuff like that. And I was kind of thinking about this. And then I read all these reports saying that that's probably what's going to happen. It's going to be it's going to be basically military armies fighting to the death for food with these well, rats. Maybe, it's going to be chaotic. Well. I took anthropology 101 in college as a general education requirement. So you're maybe pleased. this would be a maybe this would be a good time to try to start domesticating rats. Just like we did wolves. Um well we have domesticated rats to a certain extent. People have pet rats. Yeah, but it's not like dogs or cats. <laughs> no, no. The, you know that type of domestication takes thousands and thousands well, of years. Hey, and, what what's that what's that ancient proverb the best time to plant a tree was yesterday the next best time is today or no the 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 (laughs) best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago the next best time is today so let's start training up those rats yeah i've never heard that saying before but i think it resonates i I gotta look it up i I don't i think they're gonna be a little too unruly right now apparently yeah baltimore's seen an uptick in this new orleans washington dc new york city I've seen an uptick of rats moving through previously populated areas now under quarantine. Um, uh, ba- ancient Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Wow. Let's start training up those rats, baby. So the second best time wasn't 10 years ago? We should definitely... All right. <laughs> You're missing... <laughs> <laughs> no, I get the point. I get the point. <laughs> I mean, every kind of... I don't know if rats are considered mice i don't think so um i'm I'm semi worried about them becoming like aggressive i'm just i i'm keeping all my food waste going to the alley to make sure that the rats are appeased it's basically like a sacrifice so that they don't come into our house and start getting unruly with the i'm actually i've seen rats chew through metal and concrete they'll chew through anything so I'm surprised they haven't just started busting into restaurants at this point. I mean, just... in some places they have. Actually, I was I was talking to some of my coworkers um, on a Zoom call, just like a happy hour thing, so it's pretty loose. 
Yeah. And we were talking about our office and apparently like I haven't been into our office in like, I guess, yeah, since early March. And apparently things are kind of a mess there. So there was like a slight, like a very, very small, normal little mouse problem, like in our whole office building, not like our office is there, but it's a part of like a complex of different office buildings and everything like that. And there was a few mice there, but apparently like not everybody did a great job cleaning up all their snacks and stuff like that. So somebody went into the office and said that it's like kind of all over the place and kind Dang. of because the mice have free range. Yeah. And nobody's been in there. There haven't been any exterminators in there. There haven't even been people like collecting trash in there because nobody's really in there. And shit like that. So apparently the mice have kind of taken over that building and I'm kind of scared to know what it would look like if I went back in there. But I can't imagine that's the only office building facing this problem right now. Especially like these restaurants that are just straight up closed. Oh like, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking there's about. There's no way that there haven't been mice and rats and shit like getting into these restaurants that are unmanned with nobody there. Especially when they're fighting for food. Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially where the kitchens are like on the ground level or, or in the basement and stuff. There's de- and the roaches are probably starting to come out the walls now. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a disaster. God, I hate roaches. I fucking do not like roaches. Roaches are the worst. Oh, All I'm saying least- is this. I worked at a four-star steak restaurant at a certain point in my life. And they had to call the exterminators during hours because there was a roach nest. Ugh. It was terrible. <laughs> it had it had to park across the the guy had to park across the street so no one could see that like pest control was coming in to the oh kitchen. Wow! So there was people there eating while oh, yeah. there was four star um, steak restaurant. I mean, you know what restaurant I'm talking about? I do know what restaurant you're talking about. That's oh, still yeah. Um And I've never been there to eat. Nor we picked up I. we picked up the like linen bag, you know, or like the bag, you know the reusable bags that you like put in the linen in to go yeah, right. we went to go pick one up and there was just like a million baby cockroaches fell oh. off of <laughs> see that freaks me out way more than any ghosts it's so disgusting it makes my skin crawl it makes me way more unsettled and it like a- I, I, uh, I have like minor ptsd so when i lived in Philadelphia my senior year like almost when we were about to be out of my like last house that I was living in and these are just like some old North Philly row homes nothing special at all about so we had mice and cockroaches yeah that's bad the mice the the cockroaches bothered I can deal with mice way more than the roaches the roaches were fucking that shit just makes my skin crawl they would just be on the carpet you smash them and then they like if you don't smash them well enough, they still like run away. And like, those oh things my god, dude, that's the worst. <laughs> that's like the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god, yeah, that those, is... that's a reason why like them and Twinkies are the only things that survive a nuclear holocaust because cockroaches, they, those things fucking live through anything. Well, I did read that cockroach eggs can survive on your shoes. So, like, this one guy had stepped on a cockroach. Uh, in like the city or whatever wherever he was and he got into his car and then like a month later there was just a shitload of cockroaches in his car oh that's horrifying i know (laughs) i would i would would get rid of that car so fast oh my god 
I, I yeah, I couldn't ever drive that car again. No, I'd be too traumatic. And that, imagine just, I'd crash. That'd be like your bumblebee story of like the the story. Have you heard like the story of the woman who was having like a headache or like ear trouble or like whatever? And oh. they look into her and she like nobody could figure out why. But then goes to this one like ear doctor and they look in, like pull out this like big ass like. <laughs> oh, that's like, disgusting! Uh, animal or like not animal, but some sort of insect. I forget what type of insect it was. Oh my god, this is They had to check to make sure it didn't lay eggs and like stuff like that. Like, oh my god, what do you do if it lays eggs? <laughs> you you d- live a horrified life for the rest of your existence. That makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so... yeah. I, I imagine this wouldn't be one of our more popular popular subjects that we've hit on, and we've been talking a lot about a lot of different COVID related shit because what the hell else are we going to talk about there's not the a lot nine. in the world but we can hit some more headlines we're going to hit non-covid headlines with the thread labs um and i don't know if you have any of these stories pulled up because you you mentioned two of these to me um one of which being about the lando lakes butter company yeah do you have the story about that like readily available I, I did. I am pulling it up because I changed it to when we were looking up uh, Happy by Pharrell. Okay, we were looking got up, it up Happy by Pharrell. You were looking up Happy by Pharrell. Well, we were talking about what years, Justin, we were talking about Blurred Lines and Pharrell and Happy, which yeah. I guess he was in both, actually. So. He, he was in both. They came out the same year. 2013, which we discovered. But okay, yes. Lando Lakes getting rid of, well, you can go ahead. What do you mean I can go ahead? I don't have it up. Oh, Land Lakes is getting rid of the... <laughs> That's why I was asking you. I just pulled it up actually now, but... Of the Native American woman on the cover or that has been the mascot for Lando Lakes, which I guess I didn't even really realize, but I think it's just because I'm so like used to seeing that container that it, I think, passed I it or guess, something. Yeah, like it's one of those like kind of blind spots that I definitely have had because I didn't ever really think about it until you mentioned it. I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess that's kind of weird that they just had like a native American lady on this butter company that like, I don't, I don't really get the connection. Apparently she first appeared on their, their packaging from 1928. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I'm actually reading this one article that's going through like the history of it. And in the 1950s, they tried to replace her with this other Native American, th- like person, the Chippewa dancer. That's that shit's super racist. That's very <laughs> that's extreme. Super cultural appropriation. That's like not nothing good. That wouldn't have lasted. I think the only I think a reason like a lot of people don't think of like the Native American women and that being weird is because it's it's not like a evil or like a really bad depiction of native americans like savages or like uh bad skins like yeah red skins or stuff like that it's just like a normal looking lady but it's still kind of weird because that company's definitely not owned by native american people that's for damn sure yeah um so yeah they're getting rid of her on the packaging what are they replacing her with do they know yet i think as far as i know i think it's just blank they're just going to have Lando Lakes butter on it? Yeah, it's just going to be Lando Lakes. It's going to be that. 
You can't. It's just gonna look. Say. Oh, oh. So it's basically the same thing with Alpha Woman. Yeah. But still having like the lake in the background. Honestly, if no one told me this, I would never have noticed. I'm not sure I would have noticed either. I'm not sure I would have noticed. <laughs> um. But that's I, I kind of wish they were coming out with a, a funky new mascot. There's nothing I like more than a brand new funky weird mascot. Like when the Philadelphia Flyers, the the hockey team, the NHL team came out with this new mascot, um, and he looks absolutely insane. And a lot of people hated on him, and now people really like the mascot because it's just so weird. I like when. I like when companies just come up with really weird, kind of funny mascots. I'm a big proponent of that. I wish the butter company did that. Yeah, I don't. Do you buy Lando Lakes butter? Do you buy butter? I I do buy butter, and I believe I have Lando Lakes butter in my fridge right now. I was gonna say I don't often. I don't really use butter unless it's like in a recipe or whatever. But I'm pretty sure every time I buy butter, it's the Lando Lakes one, and that's just oh, yeah. years of brand familiarity. I use Lando Lakes. I've come to like using ghee, which is clarified butter. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. I use Kerrygold butter, and I use a lot of Oh, Kerrygold. so you use that, like, fancy Irish butter. Cow, grass-fed cow, son. Yeah, grass-fed cows make for better uh, butter, I guess. I don't and know. They, and they have a garlic and herb butter, which is amazing. That If you want to use to just, like, kind of put on a pan before you cook something and you only need a tiny bit, it great, gives a great, like, garlicky herb I would taste. just, I would just like spread that on top, like get like some French bread, cut it into oh. slices, put it on there, and then throw that's it. That's also good. A bit. Oh yeah, that's also good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. That would be super delicious. Shout out Kerrygold. Yeah, I yeah. use butter all the time. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was about to be like, what do you mean you don't ever use butter? How is it possible if you like cook? Like, what I was going to say, like, what do you even put on your pans and stuff? Yeah, yeah, well, olive oil, olive or like oil. The best way to cook eggs is with butter. It's just yeah, you're right. I use that's when I would use the garlic and herb carry gold because I would cook it in cast iron. I'd give a quick like I'd heat the pan up, then I'd rub the stick. I wouldn't even like I would just kind of unfold the stick a little bit and give like a quick rub across the pan. Yeah, and then I would cook my eggs in there. Yeah, I'm a big cast iron cooker too. Love cast iron. I miss my cast iron. Um, is that is that still up here in Maryland? It is, yeah, yeah. Wow, I can't wait till you can get that back. It um, tastes different. Things taste better in, in it. I yeah, yeah especially, especially after you've been using it for a while. You have to learn your cast iron, though. I've I've found you kind of have to like. You have to what? Figure. You have to kind of like figure out your cast iron because I cooked on a different cast iron pan one time and it was like a little bit different. Also, I burnt the shit out of whatever I was cooking on regular pans because the regular pans heat up way quicker than the cast iron I've yeah. found. The cast iron takes longer to heat up, but like can get a lot hotter. It gets super hot. Yeah. Which is like, I burned bit. the crap out of myself on our cast iron. Many times. Uh, well, I, I've done that many, many a time. Yeah. Um, but moving on with today's non COVID headlines, um, Chipotle is now being ordered by a court to pay a $25 million fine. The first of its kind, the highest type of fine for any food company for basically getting a ton of people sick with tainted food. And I don't remember if you remember, uh, or I don't know if you remember 
like I guess it was a couple years ago. A lot of people were catching like this norovirus or something like that. It was from between like the years of 2015 to 2018, and about 1,200 people in the United States alone were sick straight up from Chipotle food. So they have to pay that out. And this yeah, is I'm pretty sure I got sick during that time. From, you from you ate a lot of Chipotle too. Well, I've gotten norovirus a couple times because I you worked at norovirus a couple times. Yeah, well, I worked at a a hospice center for many years, and it would ravage, like every single year, it would ravage the 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 nursing home. No shit. For whatever reason, it yeah. So I've I've had it Is that two or three times. Away? Probably. No, the worst part about norovirus is it comes on like instantly. Like every single time I've had it, I'll feel like I have a stomach ache or something, or just or a headache or like something normal, and I'll like take a nap and I'll just wake up and you you have like dizziness, and then like all you can basically do is run to the bathroom to throw up and shit, and then that's yeah. all you do for twenty four hours and like. You'll stand up and be just completely dizzy, and you have to run to the bathroom and throw. And the worst part is you come out both ends, so you have to like figure that oh, out. You know yeah. what I mean? Nah, yeah. But the very, the very, the most <laughs> recent time I had it was about five years ago. It's when I was living across the street from you, and it Chipotle was the last thing I ate. Like I didn't eat Chipotle for like a year after that because it was the last thing I ate before I got it. I'd eaten Chipotle with the intern and then i like like the night before or whatever or earlier and i woke up at like that whole day i had like a very mild stomach ache but like uncomfortable and i I took a nap and i never take naps and i woke up and just 24 hours straight headache both ends it was horrible horrible and i didn't eat chipotle after that for like i still don't eat chipotle the same way i used to I don't get sour cream. I'm surprised you ever eat Chipotle anymore. <laughs> oh, I push through it. I push through it. Um, but like reading some of these stories, it, I should hit that was, class action. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe you should. You might. You, you should look into it. Um, I don't know if it is a class action lawsuit, or they were already ordered to pay. So you're probably a little too late to join the class action lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this just goes back to why I always already thought that Cadoba was overall better than Chipotle anyway, mainly because of the queso, but I just think the ingredients taste a little fresher. I don't think they skimp on the meat as much as well. But um, I'm reading like reading some of the stories about like Chipotle was just being brash about not being super sterilized and just going against some just certain general uh hygiene guidelines and stuff and um, workers were pressured basically to work even when they were sick. And apparently a December 2015 norovirus outbreak that happened in Boston that sickened 151 people was probably the result of a apprentice manager who was ordered to continue working at a Cadoba in like Cadoba he already vomited at the restaurant. You mean Chipotle? Yeah, Chipotle. What did I say? You said Cadoba. Oh, whoops. I never want any slander against Cadoba. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Strictly Chipotle. Um, but yeah, apparently a manager was ordered to continue working in violation of the 
company policy. I say that in quotes after vomiting in the restaurant. And he goes, Dude, so this- and this is like a bigger thing and i know i'm about to take it back into i know this is non-covid headlines but like everyone who keeps telling me that all these places are are wiping the whole place down and this and that remember who the employees are in most of those places because i remember the employee i was at 23 years old or whatever they're not doing shit first of all they're getting pressured to work in these places most of the time. And second of all, you're trying to do as little work as possible. And I know I'm not every employee and there's probably better employees than I was. But there's but also probably worse. There's definitely worse. And there's, <laughs> they're making like $8 now or whatever they're making. They don't care that much. That's what I'm trying. So when you're trying to risk people talking about like, oh, they have to follow this and that. Probably not, honestly. But anyway. Yeah, not at all. Um, so, yeah, that's just it. This just some news with Chipotle. So I probably won't get Chipotle for a while. I I had Chipotle like a little bit ago, but I find like there's this Mexican place and me and you were talking about it just a little bit ago. That is a local place that's right here that does like chicken bowls, does all that shit. And I think it's good salsa. it tastes way better. Yeah, it does. Chipotle it's more fresh. Anyway, it does taste more fresh. I think Chipotle's quality over like the last decade and a half have gone down straight like down anyway and i think it's it's shown in some of their hygiene practices with them i used to like chipotle because like part of the reason i because i was always a Cadoba person because i mean we've had many a time at Cadoba back in the day but like i got into chipotle because i felt like it, it tasted a little more fresh tasted a little more healthy than Cadoba did uh-huh. all that has changed chipotle garbage right now yeah it's not great and i don't see it doing super well after this whole situation you might want to sell that chipotle stock if you haven't already um and the last item of news all this news is like being used very lightly because obviously there's not a lot of news going on but this comes straight from the pope pope francis who says scotch whiskey is the real holy water um Pope Francis already outspoken of the importance of wine. Re- recently, I made his appreciation for Scott's whiskey by saying that it's the real holy water. And if and if the Pope is saying stuff like this, then how can I not follow his lead? I mean, I was raised Catholic um, in the Catholic Church, and if the Pope is saying Scotch whiskey is the real holy water, then it must be. Although I'm more of a bourbon guy myself. I actually am much more of a bourbon uh, whiskey person. However, I'm happy that it's within the family, you know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and brown sauces, baby. Just yes. a big fan of that brown sauce. How um, do you feel about rye whiskey? I'm not huge on rye. I, I like rye whiskey, actually. But I, do you? I can't have rye as like a mixer. I want that shit over ice. Maybe a splash sure. with like soda maybe a splash of ginger ale or something like that, but just like over ice because I want to taste it. Bourbons, like I can drink bourbon straight up. I can drink bourbon mixed. Um, Bourbon's my favorite. Stuff like that. Um, I mean, uh, like whiskey, ginger talking about liquors, tequila's my favorite. And oh, well, I wasn't, but yeah. I found as I've gotten older, I don't drink as much dark liquors anymore because I tend to not feel great. I, yeah not that i feel great after like taking like drinking a bunch of tequila because that's definitely not the case but i feel like i can 
I can have, like, if we're talking about, like, little amounts, like, if I just have two shots in a night of tequila or two shots of, like, bourbon, I feel like the bourbon one will make me feel worse the next day. I, I've never really If I'm taking two shots in a night, I'm I'm not just taking two shots. That's true. If I'm taking any shots, yeah. I'm not taking one shot. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm shots are on the table, that means there's going to be several rounds of shots. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, that's very true. But no, my, my, my summer drink, and just like the drink, like if I don't know what to order, if I go to a bar or something, I just get tequila and soda with lime. Nice. That's for me. And it's cal. Now, low uh, cal. So we're like fucking old now. I'm like, that's low cal. It doesn't make me feel bad the next day. Uh, blah, blah. Like, yeah. not shit used to matter to me at all when I was younger. I haven't had gin in a long time. I used to love a good G&T. Actually, I used to love gin too, and I haven't had gin in a while. Yeah. Yeah, you used to always grab the, uh, the uh, I forget the, but it had the cool bottle. I forget the brand. Of gin? Yeah, it was the gin. It wasn't Bombay Beef Eater. No, it wasn't Bombay or Beef Eaters. It was... Um... I don't remember. I haven't bought gin in so long. I used to love gin. I used to love drinking gin and juices. I used to love making gin buckets. Gin buckets are great. A gin bucket is the perfect summer fucking like party shit to make. Because all you just need is a shit ton of gin and a bunch of like lime. You made a great gin bucket that time... The barbecue we were talking about like two years ago when we did our first I mean, test buy. Yeah, I did make a gin bucket. That's yeah. probably the last time I made a gin bucket. Uh, That's probably, you know, that was a great gin bucket. If this summer we can get out of quarantine, that's that, that's going to be my summer drink. I'm going to have a fucking cookout. I'm going to make a gin bucket. What's in a mojito? A mojito is Is rum. that gin? Oh, it's rum. Okay. It's, it's white rum. I like a, mojitos and I like a good frozen mojito i mean i love a good mojito um but like certain people that like don't know when to order a mojito you don't want to fucking order a mojito from everywhere and uh, i I only ordered it on the cruise yeah (laughs) nice yeah and that's like the perfect place to have a fucking uh like a mojito or whatever but certain people they used to come into like my old bar that i used to work at and we're not a beach bar and it wouldn't even be <laughs> yeah. and it's like can i get a mojito? Get a shitty like, mojito like what do you you think we just got fucking like a fresh, fresh mint. mint lying around <laughs> like what do you to a close for the podcast this week we had no guests this week but we're hopefully we'll have a guest next week or something like that we'll get something a little bit more lined up we got guests lined up yeah yeah no we we have people just it just didn't work out this week but it's okay i know a lot of people have been enjoying that we've been enjoying having guests but we'll move on to it but before we go we want to give y'all our recommendation just a little something where me and kind of want to tell y'all something that we've been enjoying it could be movies, TV, books, music, any sort of thing like that. Um, Kevin, what's your recommendation for this week? You got one? My recommendation this week, um, and I don't know if this is too late or not, given our Georgia reopening situation, but 
I um I'm a big uh or I was a big car person. I've always been really into cars and I kind of fell out the past few years just from work and things like that. But since quarantine, I've been doing a lot more with my car recently. Uh just a lot of like basic stuff like replacing filters and cleaning and stuff like that just to kind of get around. But it's really gotten me back into it. And my recommendation this week is to just kind of get to know your car a little bit, you know? Learn a little bit. You can fix a lot of stuff. I fixed my AC this week nice. via a $7 fuse that could have cost me any amount of money from a, from a uh, you know, if I took it to a shop. Who knows what they're trying to do. But it's a great time to kind of just learn about your car, watch some YouTube videos, mess around with your car. You're not going anywhere, so if you mess something up, yeah, it's fine. And- but especially like depending on what type of car you have, unless you have like a crazy like German like auto car, which yeah. can be like, a little bit more difficult to work on yourself. But like I've got a Toyota, and once I started to kind of like, well, I was trying to save money, so I started to just try to like do some stuff on my car, and I was like YouTubing videos and like working. And, like there's there's a lot of things that people don't realize quite how easy it is to do on your own that you could save a lot of money. Oh yeah, people I think it intimidated probably. And you do have to have some tools. Like you have to have a good, you have to have like a socket set. That is true. But like I remember talking I was like with my old roommate and I was telling him how I like just replaced like the light bulb for my my headlight, which I thought that was like before I even like started to like look up how to replace my own brake pads or stuff like that. Oh yeah. And he was like, oh, well, I just, he's like, I don't even know how to do that. I just get the people at Jiffy Lube to just put in lights. Jesus, don't go to Jiffy Lube. I'm like, I'm like, you you know how much money you're just kind of like throwing that, like light bulbs, like if you just buy them from like an advanced auto parts or like any auto shop, they're like super cheap. Yeah, yeah. Headlights, and they're really easy to put in most cars. Uh, I will say some cars are a nightmare to change your headlights. I will say that. That's why, like, this isn't this isn't blanketed across. Yeah, it depends board. on the car. Are cars that are just fucking hard to work on. I remember we had to when I was living at the beach, like in my summers between college. There was this kid who needed a jump start for his car, and he had this BMW. And we this is like before smartphones. We spent like an hour and a half trying to figure out where the fuck the battery was. We had no idea. It was behind. It was under the like the back passenger seat. Yeah, and we had no fucking idea where the, it was. The German cars do get weird. I, I had to help change someone's oil in a Volkswagen Passat, and it was strange. It's not what yeah. I was used to. But if you got just a, especially like the Japanese cars, I feel like like Toyotas and Hondas and stuff. I feel like are pretty user friendly. Like for like the basic shit. Oh yeah, just like get in there, and it's not too complicated. But just learn about it's good to good time to just learn about learn about the parts. A lot of good YouTube things, you know. Just learn about you know the engine. Learn how to change the tire right now. There's a lot of people how to change a tire that it would be beneficial probably. Yeah, just like belt and bands, things, things, different things in your car. Just mess around. It's good time. that's That's a good recommendation for the people out there, Kevin. Makes me want to get in tune with my car a little bit more. Um, my recommendation is on ESPN just this past Sunday, they started airing the 10 part documentary series of Michael Jordan 
The Last Dance. It's a 10-part oh, right. documentary series, basically uh, chronicling all of Michael Jordan's career, the ups and downs from where he became, just all the all the things that went behind the brand, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Jordan. There's hours and hours of unreleased footage, behind-the-scenes footage of Michael Jordan. And um, I think this is a great time for people to, if they don't, if they weren't big into basketball but still know Michael Jordan or are into basketball but are too young to really have known Michael Jordan, and I, I'm in that camp because when Michael Jordan toward the end of his Bulls career, I was still pretty young. Um, there's so much to appreciate and just kind of learn about that I think is really fun, even if you're not a basketball fan. Like, just the brand that he was and became. No athlete had ever done the type of stuff that he did before. But then also just going back and watching some of the old clips of how great he actually was, it's just really really cool and i wasn't thinking about this um until like i heard some people talking about it but like there's like a whole generation so like high school kids that are seniors in in like high school and stuff they they don't even remember when like kobe and they, they weren't even like born when kobe and Shaq won their titles for the lakers let alone know anything about michael jordan who we oh, just yeah. talked the greatest and stuff and i never really thought about it in perspective like that but there's just so this whole generation of youth that only hears about you know michael jordan being the goat he was the greatest of all time blah 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 but doesn't really know anything about him never really saw him play never learned about anything that made him the mythical figure that he is today the goat the greatest of all time and it's a really good documentary they they're releasing like two episodes a Sunday every Sunday. So the first two happened this past Sunday. The next two will happen this Sunday and going on for 10 uh, or for five weeks and stuff. So it, it's a really cool documentary. It's really well done. Um, this guy who did the documentary has done a lot of other really good documentaries and stuff. So do they go into like MJ's tough personality? Yeah. Like they, they haven't really gotten into a whole lot of it. They've like only. They kind of were only just kind of setting you up for the rest to come. Like for a lot of people that didn't have a big knowledge of MJ's background, of him growing up and going like to the University of North Carolina and stuff like that. Oh, it was baseball. Kind of like, yeah, they're going to get into that. But this was just kind of laying down the foundation for anybody that wasn't super familiar with him. I wonder if they'll go into the conspiracy theory. They do. Apparently, I've heard. Um, I've heard from the director of this documentary that he was like, Michael was open as could be. He was like, there was no questions that were off the table. <gasps> what? Like, cause there's, like there's conspiracies about like, you know, yeah, his gambling. Um, well, not even just his gambling, but his father was murdered yeah, in yeah. Atlantic city. And there's like all these things. Like if anyone doesn't Michael know about the MJ conspiracy, look, look, it's actually, you know, an interesting one. But apparently like nothing was, off the table they go into all of it over this 10-part documentary series and, that's awesome and they they spent um like eight to ten hours interviewing michael jordan alone over like uh, a few weeks or something like that and oh, wow. they interviewed like a hundred and some people for this 
whole documentary and it's just this this epic thing and the first two episodes were really good and it's supposed to only get better so that's my recommendation espn's on fire recently last saturday they played all like all day it was me and my grandpa watched some of the ali frazier fights that they're playing we watched uh uh spinks uh uh tyson spinks yeah oh my gosh dude these fights were ridiculous dude yeah the old just heavyweight with back when heavyweight boxing was fucking heavyweight boxing watching that ali frazier fight the one was like watching rocky like ali's just taking hit 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 he's just in the corner like taking a hit and then he just comes out all of a sudden and just like oh my gosh it was insane it was like the sixth round yeah i wish i got to actually watch that i hope they replay some of this because i really want to go back and watch some of those fights i'm sure they will i mean they can only replay stuff right now at the quarantine yeah exactly but there's nothing like a heavyweight fight. Oh my gosh, they were so. I mean, it's it makes sense of- why it was so. Why the, I mean, these fights are you know historic because yeah, they were even they were, and I mean, even this past like the the De- Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury, oh, but yeah. like that was it, the the fight didn't live up to the hype, but like going into like the hype that's around it is just like one dude versus another in the ring and like oh, when yeah. the sports kicking off there's nothing like more exciting i don't think in sports really than that honestly um, oh yeah but that will do it for us this week it's been another fun week talking to all of y'all out there and if you enjoyed the podcast please tell your family friends loved ones anybody that you're stuck in quarantine with or you think would be interested in a podcast like ours we appreciate all the support stay safe follow medical people's advice and just don't get sick out there make sure you wash your hands and shit um kevin do you have anything you wanted to add before we get out of here no no that's good to hear so for kevin o'connor i am justin dorsey and this has been the thread lads podcast Throw that out.